Yes, I was the girl from the Gucci store. She never wore any makeup and she owns couture. I got pimples where my beauty mark should be. I got giant skin on my elbows and knees. I never liked her, wanted to be like her. Hate how you look at her, cause you never saw me. Like I was an art piece, like I was an ordinary girl. I wish I was special. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Hive Mind, a pop culture podcast. My name is Erin, and I am your host. Today, I would like to cordially invite you to the first annual Hive Mind Awards. Some call it music's biggest night. Most don't. And um, today, uh, we are here to celebrate the best in pop music. Um, I am going to to walk through a couple categories with you, share some of the songs that I think took this year by storm, took my personal um, music journey by storm this year. And I'm, I'm just so excited to get into the weeds of some of this stuff because I love having some sort of record or time capsule of my listening habits. It's what has always made me so drawn to the concept of Spotify wrapped. Um, and and the release of Spotify Wrapped is always like such a big day for me because I I love preserving what I am listening to uh, and sort of like setting it in stone, putting it away, but always sort of having it. Um, and and that is kind of what I'm hoping to also uh, do here today, along with just like awarding some incredible artists, giving them their flowers, especially artists who I feel like don't get the hype that they deserve or who are still kind of taking off or who, you know, just just don't get that buzz. Like, obviously, I could come on here and say, like, you know, this was the year of Beyonce. This was the year of Taylor Swift. This is the year of Harry Styles. Yes. Um, but there's just so much more going on besides the big budget stuff. Of course, I love the big budget stuff. This show would not exist without it. But going back to Spotify Wrapped, this year it told me that my quote listening personality is the early adopter. It says, you've got your finger on the pulse of new music, always seeking the next hot thing. If a song is trending, you're on it. And that's something I kind of pride myself on. And, and I, I like to know what else is out there and just always have my feelers out and and be honestly listening to everything every new music friday and just sort of going down and and checking out what's there playing the field a little bit so um today i'm definitely going to be sharing some of those hidden gems those nooks and crannies of pop music that you may be missing um that you might want to venture into in 2023 i also have a super exciting surprise for you today um, for the very first time ever on Hive Mind, we will be having a listener mailbag. Um, today I have clips from listeners and fans of the show, friends of mine who are going to speak about their personal favorite pop song of 2022. Um, so you're not just going to hear me go on and on about my faves, but um, also you're going to be hearing from some really incredible people uh, about about songs that worked for them. So there's going to be just like so much for you to check out during this episode. It's going to be chock full of good music um, and also just an absolute celebration of art and the time that we're living in. We have kind of made it out of the post-pandemic, like the, the, the moment in music that was really affected by the pandemic. Like there was the whole time around when folklore came out where everything was very um quiet and contained and small in scale because it was made during quarantine um now we're far out enough that artists are back in the studio they're back with big writing camps they're collaborating with each other there's features going on um so things are kind of full in a way that they weren't the past two years um, but also music has profoundly changed as a result of the pandemic. There's a lot of nostalgia pop music going on. So it's like every song 
is like reminiscent of something from the 80s or something from the 90s. Like there's a lot of play in terms of um, borrowing from previous generations and and rehashing old styles and things like that. Like a lot of artists are trying to connect themselves to a legacy. Um, and, and just also like a lot of commentary on social causes and things like that, but not in a corny way, but in a way that actually feels like more personal and lived in I think because people had so much time to sit by themselves and think about the way these like big buzzy buzzword issues are like personally affecting them um, and finding their own language for it finding their own metaphor for it things like that Um, which kind of brings me to my first category today Um, this category is for best songwriting I am looking for something specific I'm looking for something you know, uh, new that is not just like generic and repetitive. And this is so hard to do. Think of how many songs have been written and how many songs that we've consumed that we've like subconsciously uh, internalized. It's so easy to write a song that is like a copy paste of a song that already exists. So when I hear songs like these four nominees today, I have chills because These four artists are saying something that has not been said yet, at least in this way. Um, And and these four songs really took away my breath this year. So just an absolute round of applause. Round of the applause? (laughs) What's going on? Okay, round of applause to all four nominees. Um, Honestly, these are fantastic songs. You should check out all four. Um, But without further ado, here we go. Best Songwriting. The nominees are... Wolves by Jensen McCray. This honey-voiced artist delivers a masterclass in texture, exploring the generational echo of sexual violence in women's bodies. At first I thought it was a dog I tried to dodge and he was faster Than I'd ever had to be smiled and howled in the same moment and knocked the wind right out of me Freedom and sorrow are sides of the same coin on this ambient pop rock track about being a trans outsider in a rural town arrested by religious ideology. Freak Out by Samia. A cerebral wedding organ opens this ballad, only to be punctured by an uneasy rant about fixation and obsession, where the line blurs. They're gonna have a baby. I'm thinking about Texas. I dreamt I was pregnant. I woke up with my guard down. You're next door with Gigi cocktails for breakfast walking her groceries back to the main house i've never been this bad can i tell you something i've never felt so unworthy King by Florence and the Machine. 
This established artist somehow manages to cover new ground in this primal, gutting track about the choice to remain childless. It grows in confidence as it goes. But you need your rotten heart, your dazzling pain like diamond rings. You need to go to war to find material to sing. I am a mother, I'm a bride, I'm And the winner is Ethel Kane with American Teenager. Woo! The crowd goes wild. Um, <laughs> Ethel Kane's May LP, Preacher's Daughter, is moody in all of the best ways and downright brilliant. I highly recommend it. It sounds like nothing you've heard before. I can't even really think of like a comparison artist because Ethel Kane is so unique both in her appearance and presentation and style and also in her sound um there is something so so like dark and damp about this music um but American Teenager uh our winner today is able to find pockets of lightness and it doesn't feel heavy and it fits on any any type of playlist um this is a fantastic song with killer killer songwriting so congratulations ethel the very first winner of the night very first winner ever of the best songwriting award at the hive mind awards so happy for you (laughs) um awesome let's take a quick break to hear some um favorite songs from our listener mailbag hi erin my favorite pop song of 2022 is the only heartbreaker by mitski It's off her latest album, Laurel Hell, which came out last February. Um, The whole album is so beautiful. She was my top Spotify artist this year. This song is mostly about love and loss and not really feeling good enough for your partner. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that. My favorite pop song of 2022 is Casual by Chapel Roan because it's the epitome of saying what everyone else is thinking and feeling but on steroids because the chorus is super daring and vulgar and she just like lets out all of her secrets without a second thought um and that's the kind of music that sticks with me my favorite pop song of the year is as it was by harry styles uh aside from the fact that that entire album was really great that song came out in a time where I was switching careers and it just was on repeat on my car rides home to help me get through some decisions. My favorite song this year was As It Was by Harry Styles because it's a great driving song. My favorite pop song of this year is American Teenager by Ethel Kane. I love this song because I feel like the lyrics tell a story you can see and feel when you're listening and it's really fun to run to. This year I really started considering production a lot more um growing up as a vocalist as a singer i have always been kind of hyper fixated on the vocals on any given song and my favorite songs were usually chosen by how good the singing was in like a very traditional way like was the singer doing riffs and runs and tricks and do they have a beautiful falsetto and do they have a nice tone like that that is kind of how i chose the music that i I was into but recently I've been just sort of getting into um like the the world around the vocals um you know there there's so much being done in pop nowadays um that is so reliant on tech uh which I think is really cool like you don't necessarily have to be a musician in the traditional sense in order to um create a fire pop song and so many of these songs um that are out nowadays that i listen to like rely on instrumentless production uh and i think that that is like really cool i'm just really i'm really into that uh and i'm also interested in blending like 
tech and synths with traditional instruments and and sort of like what can what can come from that collision um so this sort of brings me to my next category which is most creative this is an award that's going to go to a song that i feel is like special (laughs) um a song that that makes use of sound a song where there is no wasted space right every single millisecond is stuffed sonically um i love a song that is almost uh congested or filled to the brim a song that that honestly is a lot so you know with that being said let's take a look at some of tonight's nominees for most creative we have escapism by ray and 070 shake sleezing and teasing i'm sitting on him all of my diamonds are dripping on him i met him at the bar At once nostalgic and viscerally fresh, this talented singer-producer duo cooked up a hit that would rip through the speakers at a club. Hentai by Rosalia. I like dissonance in music. This song is all jagged edges but tied up with a bow. It stutters and spits. Meta Angel by FKA Twigs. I wish I had a A critic favorite, this twinkly, glitchy song uses tasteful auto-tune to convey distress. Zero Zero One by Maud Latour. A euphoric tech pop banger, Latour follows in the footsteps of Imogen Heap, but edges the vibe for a new generation. And the winner is Meta Angel by FKA Twigs. Woo, congratulations. 
released at the top of the year Twig's follow-up to her 2019 Magdalene um, titled Capri Songs is an avant-garde art pop type thing infused with these spoken word interludes. It is playful, adventurous, and vast. This album is so fucking cool. And I also love the visuals that are um, a component to it. The, the video for our winner tonight, Meta Angel, is so sick. Um, I love the way it uses color. I love the way it's shot. I, I just love how she uh, sort of like embodies the music that she makes. Like she looks like the music she makes. And, and that is just so exciting to me as somebody who loves the visual side of pop. Um, I know FKA Twigs has like been on tons of critics radar since the success of her song cellophane which like was hailed as like a really big deal a couple years ago but honestly like i think she keeps surpassing herself and um this is like what this was like a huge victory lap year for her in my opinion um huge congrats to the winner tonight and to all the nominees let's take a quick break and go to some of your favorite songs my favorite song of 2022 was don't forget by sky ferreira i love this song like so fucking much because i'm I'm not only happy to see Sky Ferrero's return into the public consciousness, but I love that in addition to that being the narrative, it's like a song about going scorched earth. I think that's the kind of the kind of like jilted scorned woman mentality that I really love. Uh, and that I find inspiring, especially in a great pop song. My favorite pop song of the year, I think, had to be The Motto by Tiesto and Ava Max because literally every single time I hear it, it makes me feel like I'm in the most crazy, badass club scene that you would see in the movies. My favorite pop song to come out this year is I Burn Deli Down by Noah Cyrus from her first ever album, The Hardest Part. I actually had the pleasure of seeing her live in concert on her first ever tour. It came at a perfect time in my life because it was released about a week or so after I broke up with my first boyfriend. And this song was just everything that I needed at the time. My favorite lyric is, you can't make a god of somebody who's not even half of a half-decent man. My favorite song this year was American Dream by Bryce Vine because it's a good song to listen to on my commute. My favorite pop song of 2022 is Silk Chiffon by Muna because it is fun and free and flirty and also Muna is one of my favorite artists. So I listen to a lot of pop. Right, you know that about me. We've we've spent enough time together at this point. But in my opinion, nothing goes harder than like straight up, straightforward, bubblegummy, you know, tight radio friendly pop. Um and I know that that's maybe like an unpopular opinion. Like here I'm sitting like recommending FK Twigs, which is the most like art school shit and then i'm coming on here saying like radio pop is my favorite but it really is like there's something about the simplicity there's something about the the hookiness of it like it doesn't try to big up its chest it doesn't like ever come across as pretentious it just is what it is um and and i really love pop for the sake of pop there's a reason why pop music is popular Let's give it up for the four nominees in the category Pop Perfection. No One Dies From Love by Tove Lowe. A retro wave anthem dripping in synth, this deeply underrated artist breaks your heart with her very, very precise storytelling.
Yuck by Charlie XCX. A brief and effortless song featuring Charlie's unmatched humor and bravado. She is so deeply likable. Shout out to Charlie. Talking to Yourself by Carly Rae Jepsen. A cheerful earworm, this track should've and could've popped on radio with the right push. It is clean and electric and a hit in the lineage of like Kylie Minogue or Madonna. Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter. If Ariana Grande released this, it would go number one. Flirty, coy, and hysterical, Carpenter rides the beat and maintains form. And the winner of the Pop Perfection Awards at the 2022 H A's <laughs> goes to Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter, my girl for many, many years. Maybe, maybe I'm biased. I don't know. You know, she she did used to be subscribed to me on YouTube when we were both child singers. I did meet her once at a meet and greet, <laughs> but but you know, who's to say that the economy isn't a little biased? In a world where Ariana is on an indefinite hiatus, question mark, to film the Wicked movie, I will take what I can get. Nonsense is off of Sabrina Carpenter's July LP called Emails I Can't Send. It's a project I didn't really like as a whole, but this song, whew, this song actually goes bonkers. When I first heard it, I listened to it probably... 200 times in a row on in one day um and since then since july like i've known that this song is going to pick up steam and going to pick up trash traction and is going to be like a massive smash i don't know how i don't know when i don't know why but i know it will it does not take itself seriously and and that like sabrina does that so right the reason why i didn't love the rest of this project emails I can't send is because I found her trying to be like too melodramatic and I was just like leave that for Olivia Rodrigo like you guys don't have to be making the same thing and it works best when you're not um I know like you're in competition blah 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 whatever who the fuck cares um but there's space for both of you and I want both of you to find your lane you know and Sabrina this is her lane like she's funny but she can sing and those two things should should be able to exist at once in her in her music she does not need to make moody music to be to be good and i think ariana has realized that like this song is is it's a cousin of 34 35 or something like that it's it's it could be on positions you know just in time for the holiday season sabrina released 
a nonsense christmas which is like a parody of this song which is already like kind of parody like in its in and of itself um a nonsense christmas is is just geniusly funny um and i i hope it's around for years to come you know i was just looking at the billboard hot 100 for this week and like that shit's crazy right now like there are a couple of normal songs sprinkled in like i think taylor's still holding number one for anti-hero and sam smith kim petra's unholy is on there a couple of other things but most of the top 10 right now are christmas songs like mariah carey she is gripping her nails into that number two spot we have fucking rocking around the christmas tree the jingle bell rock Santa Claus is coming to town is one of our top 10 songs in the country right now today I mean Christmas songs really have so much longevity um no I don't I'm not saying that like a nonsense Christmas is a modern Christmas classic but it really is such a cash cow and it's such a great way to like get your voice out there so you know I'm constantly waiting on the year of Sabrina Carpenter I've been waiting on it since i don't know 2007 (laughs) like she's she's gonna have her year i know it she's getting there she's getting closer and closer every day and honestly this song is great so um congratulations a moment of pop perfection nonsense by sabrina carpenter yay okay let's take a quick break and hear from some of our listeners in my opinion the best pop song of 2022 is camila cabello's don't go yet this song makes me move This song makes me sing, it makes me smile, and that beat is just infectious. My favorite song this year was Big Dick Energy by Lotto because it gets the people going. My favorite pop song of 2022 is Yuck by Charlie XCX. Um, It is perfect for all the emotionally unavailable baddies getting the ick in their relationship. Uh, I think it's her best song on her album Crash, and I think it is the bop of the year for me. My favorite pop song of this year is probably Late Night Talking by Harry Styles. Uh, I love this song because it always puts me in a good mood and makes me want to dance. My favorite song of the year is Levitating by Dua Lipa because I think she is the human embodiment of glitter and I love her so much. My favorite pop song of 2022 was definitely Ghost by Justin Bieber. It was just always one of those songs that I could put on in the car and really jam out to and felt like I was basically in my own little concert on the highway. I would have to say my favorite pop song of the year was No One Dies From Love by Toflo. I just think it has her signature disco pop sound um, with her heartbreaking sad girl lyrics and it's just such a dance bop. I love it. So like I said, I, I kind of pride myself on knowing what is out there in pop right now, what's sort of bubbling up and what may take off soon. This next category bound to blow up is for just that um i really want to put my hive mind stamp of approval on some of these artists early on um so that you know i can say i've been there from the start um these are artists that within the last couple of years i've been noticing you know that they're starting to grow their catalogs they are really defining their artistry they're gaining a fan base and and i really really think that these four artists have the potential to be huge um and they're different they like they have something to bring to the table creating an artistic identity is very hard and i think that the majority of music that gets put out feels divorced from an artist like we know the song but we don't know the face that's attached And that's like a problem, right? Um, We don't have stars the way that we used to um, just because there's so much music being put out. Like not everybody can be a star. Um, Of course, we have some big names, like I mentioned before, Beyonce, Taylor, Harry, but those people are aging out. And, you know, with the younger generation, it's, I don't know, Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, dot, 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 question mark. Um... And I kind of feel like these four have star quality and could be like a name if they want to go there, if they want to kind of lean into that route. So without further ado, let's get into today's nominees for the category Bound to Blow Up. The Perfect Pair by Biba Doobie. A single one and the same. A 
B is infinitely cool, 90s inspired, and delivers sweet, flavorful tracks like this one, which pulls from jazz and bossa nova. Pop Star by Chloe Moriando. Funhouse recession pop in the vein of early Kesha, Moriando's presence here is bratty, dominant, and feminine. Bedtime by Flo Millie. Some of the tightest bars in recent history, Flo Millie is lethal, the girl nobody wants to pick a fight with. Actin' Funny by Haley Knox. I got motherfuckers actin' funny. You wanna act a honey. I get that bag of money. Opening on a plump, assertive bass line and refusing to peel back, even amidst Knox's full, fluttery vocals, this song is one of many in the artist's repertoire that could hit the big time at any moment. Say when. I got motherfuckers acting shady I'm with dead presidents feeling like Patrick Swayze If a bitch get out of line and start acting crazy I'ma catch a misdemeanor, here's my affidavit Beep, beep, who got the keys to the beamer? I'm not gay, but I'm in love with Rosalia I'm not faced when people switch up their demeanor Everybody talks, but I don't see much And the winner of the category Bound to Blow Up goes to Biba Doobie with The Perfect Pair. Yay! Um, God, I need to get like a, a, a button with a applause sound like they used to have an iCarly. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my apartment alone like, yeah, dive my awards, woo! <laughs> It's all by myself, like going going absolutely loony. Um, anyway, congratulations to B. You know, her 2022 record Beatopia is so eclectic, soothing but grungy, and it really keeps listeners enraptured from start to finish. She's also so hot. And that is like a big deal in terms of um, like the makings of a pop star. Say say what you will, you know, about me having this take. But I feel like pop is so uh, entangled and like enveloped in this concept of beauty and appearance and like the desire we have and like what we covet most. Like a pop idol is like, 
an icon. It's what we aspire to look like and be or have. And like Biba Doobie, she kind of just has that it girl factor. And I'm just like obsessed with her. I heard of her a couple years ago and I always thought she was like a Claro type, like very bedroom pop indie. And, you know, she's really like, she's so much more than that. She has like a foot in every possible world. I love that she plays guitar because it just feels so badass and it feels like like something we don't see a lot anymore, like a hot girl shredding on guitar, but then having this sweet like baby voice. Um, cause really like she, she is like a quiet singer and it's not quiet in the way that like Billie Eilish is where she's like trying to be seductive. It's quiet in like a, like anime girl way. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I, I find her so unbothered and yeah, like you would think she's like a nepotism baby or something the way she's so unfazed by, attention from crowds and things like that um and I just find it fucking cool um and I love when I love when artists like know they're the shit and don't try to pretend like they're not (laughs) um and she kind of gives me that vibe major congrats to B let's take a look at what our listeners are listening to be back in a sec my favorite pop song of the year is hot in it by charlie xcx and tiesto um, it's my favorite song. It was actually my most listened to song of the year, even though it only came out in July. But it just really pumped me up and made me feel fucking good about myself. And it came out at a time right when I was moving and just kind of letting go of old patterns of behavior. So it was a reminder to just have fun with it and keep on living. My favorite pop song of 2022 is Anywhere With You by Maggie Rogers. Because... Uh, I just feel like she always writes with this emotional vulnerability and the part where she harmonizes with herself at the end makes me feel like sprinting into an open field and never stopping. My favorite pop song of this year was Wake Me Up to Drive by Big Thief Um, because it was quick and cool and I love that little drum machine effect getting constantly stuck in my head. You know, you can't ask for anything more. My favorite song this year was Tissues by Youngblood because it's fun to dance to. So my favorite pop song of 2022 is Karma by Taylor Swift, which probably comes as no surprise because I'm a Swifty. I think there's two big reasons why I really love that song. One, because it reminds me of OG Pop Taylor. And the second is because it also to me kind of sounds like really mature and adult-like because I think it's the first time we've seen her step away from this. Everyone who's done me wrong, I'm going to get revenge on them. I'm going to get payback personally and stepping into this mentality of like, you know what? I'm just going to let the universe do its magic and I'm not going to spend any more of my precious energy on you. And that's something that I've stepped into the past couple of years personally. So even though she's 30 something and I'm 25, it still feels like I'm kind of growing up with her in that respect and that's just really fun and awesome for me so here's the thing sometimes i will rediscover a song on spotify from like years ago and i will listen to it as much as you know the new stuff that's currently coming out it sort of sometimes messes with my spotify wrapped because i feel like the whole purpose of spotify wrapped is like i said earlier to have like a time capsule of the year Um, and so I was like, I'm always kind of annoyed when there's like an old song on there because it's like, no, this is not accurate then, you know? Um, but I was really thinking about it and I think rediscovering old songs within the context of like your new playlist and like what's currently out is like a really special dynamic. And there are a number of songs that I found this year that I knew before, but like came to me anew, um, that, that took on a new life in tandem with with you know no one dies from love by tovlo and like yuck by charlie and the perfect pair you know like these songs have different meaning when they're aligned with different things when i'm not hearing them when i'm seven years old but instead i'm 25 you know when i'm not hearing them in middle school but instead 
out as an adult with a job and a life and relationships, which caused me to create this final category today called Blast from the Past, where I am awarding a song that is not from this year, not even from the last five years. And with this award, I would love to encourage you to go back and spend some time with these tracks, even if you've kind of forgotten them or they feel like they don't currently fit your like listening habits. Trust me, trust me on this one, right? I know what I'm talking about. Um, so let's take a look at our nominees for Blast from the Past. First up, we have Just a Girl by No Doubt. A Pot of Boiling Water, this pop-punk track from 1995 is light years ahead of its time and features Gwen Stefani's most daring vocals. Knockout by Lil Wayne featuring Nicki Minaj. I at one point described this as Nicki's 100 Gex era. <laughs> Overall, a high energy, ridiculously charismatic rock rap crossover that gets lost in both of their discographies. Say It Right by Nelly Furtado. A high point of Timbaland's early aughts production, the vocals here are plain and aloof. Furtado lets the music move and doesn't overwork. Very cool. So Happy I Could Die by Lady Gaga. Dry, gothic, and starry-eyed, this track stands the test of time and still feels futuristic and cutting edge. And the winner is Say It Right by Nelly Furtado. I am searching for something new that sounds like this. Help a girl out. This song is so good. Like Nelly Furtado had a really solid run. A couple years ago, a similar thing happened with me and I'm like a bird. Yeah, I'm like a bird is Nelly Furtado. Say It Right is Nelly Furtado. Like what else did she have? She had a cup. Oh, oh my God. Promiscuous. 
Promiscuous is my forever karaoke song. She really had a run. I know she's older now. Maybe that's why she's not making music anymore. Or is she? Once again, I'm doing live research on the podcast. I guess. Oh, that was my Spotify wrapped playing. Um, Okay. Uh, Nelly Furtado. Searching, searching, searching. Nelly Furtado. Okay. It looks like she had an album come out in 2017. She has a short um, Katy Perry prism era haircut, which is always a bad idea. She also put out an expanded edition of the album that Say It Right is on in 2021 that looks like it has a bunch of like uh, covers and remixes. Um, This looks like Crazy by Gnarls Barkley, a cover. Let's hear it. The fuck is this? Oh no no no! I don't like that. Um, okay, well, pretend that never happened because I wish I never heard that. That was absolutely horrible. I mean, Nelly Furtado, I'm trying to sing your praises here, but you can't do my King CeeLo Green wrong like that. <laughs> anyway, I miss the heyday of Timbaland production because he had his hands on everything, and it was just always consistent and always good. And with that, we have reached the end of our night. Thank you so much for joining me today and celebrating a wonderful year in music. Honestly, like I was thinking about this the other day. I cannot believe that a year from now I will have this many new songs that I love this much. There's something like so inspiring about that that makes you want to keep living you know what I mean like what a light at the end of the tunnel the tunnel being life (laughs) like there will always be consistent new releases from artists that are making magic doesn't that just make you want to like get out of bed every day just check your phone to check Spotify (laughs) new music Friday is the best part of every week Spotify wrapped is the best part of the year and these artists make me happy that I'm alive at the same time as them and that is so profound I know I'm being funny but that's that's profound music and art are why we're here and it's always good to just like take a second and remember that that like if you're in a bad place right now there's going to be your your favorite song ever is going to be released soon so hang on you know (laughs) on instagram make sure to follow at hive mind pop culture over on twitter at hive mind the pod um i have shared a playlist on both platforms of the songs from tonight's show so i really hope that you uh spin that a little bit and um work it into your life a little bit if i put you on to anything today and one of these becomes your new favorite song you gotta let a girl know that is one of the 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 best things about uh having a platform like this and and having people listen to me is like if i can get you to be playing meta angel by fka twigs or american teenager by ethel kane like one of these songs that means everything to me if i can get you to play it come on we're besties then you know Thank you for tuning in. Bye.